Hello, people. I'm Matthew. And I'm Trevor. And, and we are <laughs> the, the Movie Brothers. Brothers. <laughs> so, welcome back to the podcast. And this week, our film, our films are going to be historical fiction. Or just hist- or history in particular. Mm-hmm. We, Matt chose this scene for this week this time. Yeah. And it, it was a really good one. So we're going to review a good movie. And a bad one. And we're going to judge it accordingly. Judge each of them accordingly. Matt kind of pulled a twist on this one, though, but I hope you guys will enjoy the twist. Yep. So, let's pray first. Dear Father, Lord, thank you for this day. Thank you for the many blessings you gave us. Please help Matt out and myself out with these last few weeks with finals, Thanksgiving, and everything else coming up that we may strive to be the best and we strive to, to get closer to you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Okay. So, like I said, this theme theme for this week is going to be historical fiction or just history so i'm going to start this off i chose a bad movie this week and matt you'll you'll see what matt chose so the story this week is for me the bad one it was hard to pick there are so many good movies out there there are so many bad movies out there well there's really not many bad movies that i know of but the one i picked was the passion of the christ now, before before the freakout happens, I like the movie, but mm-hmm. it could be a little bit better. Yeah, you know? we think it's very important, you know, for us Christians, you know, to see not any to see the crucifixion uncensored to truly show what Christ had to go through for our to pay for our sins. You know. Yes, my thing is though. So basically, the plot of the movie is the crucifixion of Jesus Christ, which is. In the story of his nutshell, um, it starts off with them in the garden. The guards come to take him. Uh, Jesus is then put on trial. He is then whipped, beaten. So much stuff bad happens to the the Son of God. It really just ultimately shows, like, um, just the ultimate, like, how horrible of a death crucifixion was and just how much he had to be so, you know. It's almost physically unsettling to see the movie. Blood, blood, blood. But it's good that we see that because it invokes an emotion in you saying, so this is what my Savior or Jesus went through for me, for the world. And once you see this, I was changed because it's like there was so much violence in it, but the violence was for us. Yes. To forgive us of our sins. And the person who made it, um, it's Mayo Gibson and all. It's unfortunate that he got so much criticism for for saying that he was being anti-Semitic and all. But uh, so many times people saying, dude, not all. Dude, Jesus was a Jew himself and all. Yeah. Mayo Gibson, though, however, is someone who believes in all. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, my thing is, so, anyways, so they get to the whipping, um, then... They ask him to be crucified, and we see the the long journey he had to make just to carry the cross. And my God, I was about ready to reach to the screen and help him, or beat the people up that were, you know, condemning him. Which is good because it's like you're seeing the physical struggle with Jesus, and it just makes you feel something, if you know what I mean. Oh yeah, no doubt. And it, it was just sad to see this, and then eventually it leads to the actual crucifixion. And honestly, my favorite moment was when he was between the two thieves and seeing how the one thief was like, I know I sinned. I'm sorry. Can you please forgive me? Remember when you were in heaven? Remember me when you're in heaven? 
Jesus said, you will join me in heaven on this day. You will, you will be with me in paradise. And it was just, oh, spirit moves in that movie. Yeah. And then... Who else well, it bad still? And then, let me finish. And then it shows the ending. And honestly, my favorite moment was like seeing Jesus walking out of the tomb. That was one of my favorite moments in the movie. Where it's just like, he's a rut, he's a rut, he's arisen once more. So, my thing, as I said, I enjoyed the movie, but for me, there were so many missed opportunities in this movie to really push the Bible. Now, what I mean is, there's a moment in the Bible where the soldiers come and about to get Jesus. And Jesus says, the Romans go, are you Jesus? And he goes, I am, just letting a little bit of God out of him. And it just knocks the soldiers back. Mm-hmm. I would have loved to... Ass- I don't remember that. Hmm? It's somewhere. Because my pastor, my people said that it's in the Bible. And it's just, I wanted to see that happen. Because it's like, there's God being let out of Jesus. And I guess the other thing I liked and did not like was like some of the imagery in it with Satan and the demons and all that with Judas and you know like the kids remember the little kids how they were beating on him and all that I don't think I I haven't seen the full film and all but I don't but I, I there's that and there's also just demons chasing Judas but I find that disturbing but in the sense it's supposed to be because it's him dealing with these demons because he sold out the son of Christ um, another thing I didn't really like was a bit of the overtop violence, but it, but it's understandable. It's understandable. I understand, and it evicts the emotion of, it, like I said, it evicts emotions in you. Mm-hmm. But for me, the the thing how it could be improved was really read the Bible, go into the Bible, read it, read all the Gospels, and maybe come back to it with slight improvements. But I, like I said, other than that, this movie, I thought it was a great representation of the Bible about what Jesus went through for us. And mm-hmm. some, go ahead. Yeah. some of the more memorable stuff that I like was the imagery. There's this one moment where Jesus is getting beaten and it has the imagery of Satan holding like a child. And someone told me the imagery was supposed to represent, here's my father, where is yours? I thought that was brilliant so with that out of the way i'm gonna give it over to matt and like i said he has a surprise twist for us this week now that we've gone through any of the lackeys well maybe not completely lackeys and all in terms of what we respect in our faith now we can go to the big leagues and now we give you the better movies i know we can only do one good movie but after thinking about history films that really convey strong emotions I really thought we we could make an exception and do the two best Holocaust movies. Mm. The Pianist and Schindler's List. I have never heard of Pianist, but Schindler's List I definitely have heard of. Oh, yes. I imagine that a good amount of you have heard of them and all. Well, Schindler's List I imagine a lot of you have heard of, no doubt, with Steven Spielberg. Mm -hmm. The Pianist I saw in high school, and let me tell you, oh... It's really, it's like, personally, I think Schindler's List is the better of the films, but the pianist really just knew how to invoke just even more emotions in me than Schindler's List could and all. Okay. Basically, both films take place during World War II and just depict the struggle for, to survive the genocidal slaughter of Jews by the Nazis 
In The so Pianist, sad. we follow Wallislaw Spieltzman, a famed uh, Jewish pianist in Warsaw, mm-hmm. and his struggle to survive over the war and hide from the Nazis. And I do mean the whole war. You mean all of World War II? Yeah. He yeah. literally had to... After when he, he was able to stay with his family early on and all, but then mm-hmm. after when they were deported uh, and all, and he was by chance saved by one of the... by someone... Mm-hmm. Uh, but he was unfortunately separated from them, and they oh, were no. sent, and unfortunately even more so, that train they were going onto was going to Treblinka. Oh, no. Where they would be killed immediately. Yeah. Sorry to get all grim and all. No, no, it makes sense because World War Two was grim. Yeah. It wasn't anything on, happy. From then on, Wallace Spitzman was uh, basically on his own and had to go from hiding spot to hiding spot, st- st- fighting off hunger having to survive a uh, cold yeah. eventually, and even having to just basically hide in every spot to, desperate to stay away. It's not... Nazis were just cruel. Oh, not all of them, though, because he was by chance saved by a uh, German named uh, Hausenfeld. Oh, really? Yep. Oh, I... Bas- just basically in all, the whole film just basically is, is the whole deterioration of Warsaw around him. He literally sees everything, like... The um the Warsaw Uprising at the ghetto mm-hmm. and the actual Warsaw Uprising where the Polish underground resistance rises up, but unfortunately are beaten back. Yeah. And then eventually where Sindler uh, finally is able to make it out of the war alive and Absolutely. continue on with his life. While in Schindler's List, though, we still have the bigger movie about just basically person who at first wasn't really interested in saving lives though unless mm. if it was uh, suitable for his profits selfishness yeah well he was well Schindler wasn't exactly what you'd say per se selfish as so much to like so many other Nazis continued he was just okay. interested in just having a business and all oh gotcha but it was when he saw all the violence going on around especially during the uh, liquidation of the Krakow ghetto oh. instead of Warsaw this um this, uh, this story takes place in Krakow, south of uh, Warsaw, in southern Poland. Oh. In that one scene, he sees, like, basically, through all the terrible pandemonium, this one little girl in a red coat. And literally, she's the only girl that, with color, because Schindler's List is shot in black and white. Oh. He starts seeing this all, and now finally has a change of heart. Even worse, Don, later on in the film... When, like, um, all the bodies from the liquidation have to be, like, taken up from the Jews killed. Mm-hmm. That same girl he saw was one of the dead bodies. Oh, no. Which caused him just to truly realize the full depth about what's going on. Now he realizes that he really needs to save the Jews, the Jews that he has in his, like, factory workshop. Yeah. He just has to get it done and all. Well, at least he had a change of heart, and that's a good thing. It sounds like these are really bleak movies, but oh. it seems really interesting. Because I've hope. seen... I've seen bleak movies like that, but they may seem bleak, but they grab your attention, pull you in for the story. What and makes, like, yeah. What makes ahead. the movies even more good and all is really just the X factors involved. Both Steven Spielberg and Polans- Roman Polanski are Jews, so this is personal for them, but even more so for Roman Polanski, who, the director of The Penis, Pianist. Mm-hmm. Sorry, sorry. Because <laughs> Roman Polanski is a Holocaust survivor himself, and Ooh. a lot of wow. his own experiences were put into the film. Some of them I'm not going to tell you about, though, because they're just too horrible. Watch it for yourself, guys, yeah. but watch with caution if your discretion yeah. is advised. Because uh, 
as I said before, both of these films, like, uh, just really knew how to convey the desperation felt to survive. I mean, it's... That was World War II. And the terrible toll on Poland that the war had on on the country, as well as, most importantly, the terrifying nature of the Nazi villains. We've heard so many stories about these guys, but I like movies that show what happens with them. And the, the pianist doesn't exactly completely definitively have like a main antagonist Nazi and all. There's there's so many of them and many kick the dog moments, but uh, Schindler's mm-hmm. List does, and it's in the form of uh, Ralph Fiennes' betrayal of uh, Aman uh, Aman Geth, mm-hmm. the Nazi commandant. And trust me, this guy was a sociopath. In fact. Fiennes, Ralph Fiennes, the guy who played uh, Voldemort, mm-hmm. his portrayal of Geth was just so lifelike that he was he met a uh, survivor who had personally encountered Geth and asked him to do a Geth performance. It's, it's, it took a single line to cause that same guy to shake uncontrollably in fear. Wow. He must have given a stellar performance. In fact, just Geth, when compared to like um, Ralph Fiennes in real life, like Ralph Fiennes, when he's in in uniform, just looks so similar. I get you. I get you. Because Fiennes just knew I knew about how to betray a German accent so so very well. You know. I mean, it seems terrifying, but it I'm interested. Yeah. How can these be improved? Nothing needs to be done to any of these films. They really just bring out bring the Holocaust to your mind, despite it occurring at least yeah. eighty years ago. They really just they both spell out the overall message. Never again, and never forget. It, yeah, I hope that never, ever happens again, because I've heard just the stories about everything, but honestly, the way the world's getting, it seems like it's going to happen again somehow. Yep. But we just got to keep strong, and it's like, I've seen so many pictures, I've seen so many photos, I had to do a research paper on some Nazi stuff, and it's just, it's horrible. Yep. And these even movies... I, even I got into the whole thing, like, learning more about the Nazis and all. And it just seems like these movies are just... Gut punches. Hit, yes. But it's good gut punches, because it reminds you, this actually happened, but we do not want to repeat history again. But the problem is, and I like this one quote, those who do not learn from history are doomed to repeat it. <laughs> and I hope this is never repeated again. I hope, because the Holocaust was just horrible it should never be repeated again i wish it so but uh mankind certainly is not perfect in any way no we're not but anyway enough of the bleakness though okay so for that was our final this is our that was was a really good session we had tonight with the movies oh yeah but like i said viewer scratchers advice for both of them we do kind of recommend watching them but just go in it knowing yeah there's gonna be a little bloody it's gonna be a little bleak yeah, in but fact, they are enjoyable. In fact, uh, Watch Mojo put like uh, Schindler's List at number one on their top ten films. Way too upsetting to watch twice. Wow. So be warned. All right. So you're gonna cry. Let's let's close with some prayers. Lord dear God, Lord, thank you for this. Dear, oh, yeah, you go. You go ahead and thought, pray. Dear Lord, we just thank you for a very nice evening where we could just talk about like uh, many issues that need to be brought up about the Passion of Christ and the Holocaust and all. Lord, even though we know that, like, mankind isn't perfect and all, and that we still go through these things and we just give in to what our, our base is, we just pray, Lord, that you still give us hope that are in your redemption, your power, in your ability to just truly bring hope to those 
in the darkest of times. It may seem easy to think, you know, that in these times right now, there are things maybe seem getting worse. Looking back and trying to put yourself in the uh, shoes of anybody during World War II. Ugh. You imagine, though. Mm-hmm. The same. Okay. We just pray, Lord, for your hope and your faith in us and your love in us, Lord. Amen. So that we have the same thing to put in you, Lord. Faith, hope, and love. In Jesus Christ's name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you for joining us tonight and hope you have a good night and God bless you and God bless all.